Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. I wonder if you ever envision a day that Theron Fleury will be welcomed into the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's a very special person and obviously a special hockey player. Yes, you know, I sincerely hope that he does eventually get inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. One day down the road, the selection committee there will select him for the Hall of Fame. He certainly deserves it. So hopefully one day Theo will enjoy the opportunity of being inducted into Hockey Shrine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Thank you very much, Rick Regan, and happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Gonna ring the bell because it's Thursday, and we're coming to you live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It is Calgary's entertainment destination, but we're out here in beautiful Western Canada where it's above zero Celsius. It's literally sandals-wearing weather. And before we introduce the guest list on this star-studded show, your favorite daytime sports television show, and... Dare I say, the only daytime sports television show. Let's bring in Darren Moose Dupont. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. Hey! I don't look like it's going to be above zero today. But you never wear socks anyway. No, that's right. I don't. You know what I was thinking about you yesterday when I was in Chinook Center Mall trying to find you a pink t-shirt because you were here doing business things. Thank you, by the way. Yep, and I was uh, roaming around doing some shopping. I'm like, how do, you, how do your feet not stink? Like, I get it in the wintertime. Your feet probably aren't stinking. The man never wears socks. Yeah. If we didn't have robotic cameras, I would say to the camera guy, pan down and get the guy's <laughs> feet. Because he's, how do you not stink up your shoes? I know, right? And, but it's on my mind all the time. Like, I've walked into places and thought, okay, and you know, take off your shoes at somebody else's house. And I've been worried that my feet are going to stink. Like, it's, I'm self-conscious about that. And they don't. Nobody's ever Somebody said Somebody would say something. But once yes. in a while, I'll walk into the bathroom, and I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll put my feet in the sink, give them a little wash, just to make sure, Smart. They, don't, just to make sure they don't stink. Smart. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on the show today, Kansas City Chiefs defensive lineman Jonathan Woodard. If that name rings a bell, it should. He played last year with the CFL's Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We've got Dan Lintner, right-handed shooting forward of the Saskatchewan Rush. Huge announcement coming up Saturday night. The Rush are home to the Colorado Mammoth, and Darren's going to be calling it. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a big party. And we're going to chat with Dan Lintner about the game, the Rush, and all the rest coming up. And Alan May, longtime NHLer, Washington Capitals TV analyst, is going to be joining us as well. And we always enjoy our chats with the former Estevan Bruin. I want to say, by the way, obviously we've been out here uh, all told, what I say, we're close to how many shows? 
close to 20 shows live from Gray Eagle and many more to come. But there's a lot of folks <laughs> writing us, newcomers, Moose, newcomers, newbies, fresh meat. Or as my that? brother Lee would say, my brother Lee would say, victims. <laughs> so Rob is texting us from Cold Lake, Alberta on the 902 text line. He says, is this the Rod show? And I wrote him back. Yes. He writes, showtime, giddy up. So let's, let, let's quit yakking and get at it with a quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan. Please and thank you. So you knew we were going to open up with the Edmonton Oilers. Corey Perry became the 103rd NHL player to score 400 career goals. He did it with the Tampa Bay Lightning in their 5-3 win over the Oilers last night in Tampa. Patty Maroon, Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, and Nikita Kucherov also scored for the Lightning. Vazzy stopped 27 shots for the Oil. Connor had two goals. Mike Smith pulled from a shaky start against Minnesota, allowing four goals on seven shots, made 18 saves last night. Now, Moose and I were at the Saddle Dome watching Calgary Prince Albert, and I'm just watching Twitter on my phone, and it's blowing up about Oilers fans. So here's my take as we uh, roll into this. Look. I'm no dummy. I watch SportsCenter. I see the analysts on there saying the orders are in looking for a goalie, but the prices are too high. First thing that I thought was if I'm one of the 20 orders right now, I'm pissed off because you know what that's saying to our general manager, Ken Holland? Are we not worth it? The orders are in a playoff spot, second wildcard spot right now. Imagine where they'd be with even average goaltending let alone Mika Koskinen and Mike Smith blowing games night after night after. Imagine where they'd be. They'd be running away with the Pacific Division. They, like, they, they would be. Sorry to say, but, but they would. By Ken Holland not paying whatever it takes to go for it this year with a generational talent in Connor McDavid, it's showing his dressing room they're not worth it. What do you got to lose, Ken? Because you're probably going to get fired if this thing continues the way that it is. It's my mind. That's the first thing I thought when they said the prices are too high for the goalies that the orders are looking at. Yeah, that, that's the option. We dealt with this um, a few different times, right? Once when we went to the Stanley Cup final. Mm -hmm. We decided at the end, you know what? This show needs to be at the Stanley Cup. And right. the plane tickets were $1,000 a person to go from Regina to, to Montreal, right? Mm -hmm. But you know what? We needed to go for it, so we did. Now, you get out ahead of it, Super Bowl, and we, we decided right then in July, we got to go to the Super Bowl. Tickets were like four or 500 bucks, plane tickets. Cheap, right? If you wait until it's, until it's now, of course the prices are going to be high, but you have to decide, do I need to be there or not? This time next year, if you had success in the playoffs, you won't worry about what you paid. Now, if it blows up and you spend the money and you don't get anywhere, but that's the position Ken Holland's in, and you're right. If he, if he is worried and he doesn't have the vote of confidence that he's going to be around, make the move, take the chance, because your team's good. What is a vote of confidence anymore in sports? A vote of confidence hasn't meant anything for years. That's true. Pay the price. And I actually thought when you said about us going to the Stanley Cup final and doing the <gasps> to pay for those tickets or going to Super Bowl, same thing. I mean, we're not dripping with money around here, but we do enjoy life. I thought what you were saying was that we were worth it. This show's worth it. That's what we decided. To go up. Well, that is, it's all part and parcel like yeah. this. But I was thinking about this this morning, just to pause for a second. It reminds me when I was part of the team that launched the score way back 20-some years ago. 
And it's a group that we're all still super tight. Martin Gallard was on that team. Sarah Orleski, Arash Madani, Tim McAuliffe, Elliot Friedman, Brian Duff, who I brought up the other day, my old Mount Royal chum from college here who hosts Sabres games now. Now with Game Plus and this show, it's kind of cool. I get the same sense again. We're building something. Yeah. And that channel was sort of a niche channel, right, that everybody watched every day because it was cool. Right. But it didn't have the big thing. It's fun building something. It really and That's is. what we're doing here. That's what's so, so darn much fun. <clears throat> Pay the price, Ken. Your dress, you owe it to your room. And I've been with teams, by the way, that when, when the GM does put his balls on the table going up to the trade dead, they're like, yes, we're in it. Right? Just invigorates the room instead of going, eh, I don't know if it's worth it. And if it doesn't work out, you're going to be out anyway. <laughs> exactly. You should be general managing for your job because you I think you are. Did anybody tell you, Holly? Might as well go out in a blaze of glory. In Dallas. Tyler Sagan scored 54 seconds into overtime in a play that required a review. Upon review, it was a goal. Dallas beat Winnipeg 3-2. Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley scored for the reeling Jets. Connor Hellebuck stopped 36 shots. Did you see him after the game? He's like, I'm just so sick of losing. It's frustrating. Somebody needs to tell the Jets it's over. Which reminds me, the poll question today. I didn't tweet it yet. My bad. Uh, the poll question today, Clark came up with it. Who's going to be the biggest? What did you say, Clark? How did you word it? Who will be the who will be the buyer? Okay. Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, or Winnipeg? In it, I actually voted for the Leafs. And the last I looked, the Leafs are leading the poll. They'll be the biggest buyer because they need the most. I'll get to your comments. Hang on. This is us time. Somebody got to tell Winnipeg it's over. In Detroit, Gabriel Landeskog opened the scoring 112 in and capped it with an empty netter for his 25th of the season, helping NHL leading Colorado beat Detroit 5-2. In Glendale, Arizona, Victor Arvidsson broke a tie with 3.39 to go. L.A. beat Arizona 3-2. Uh, the Kings, how about the King? They've won five straight road games, seven of the past nine, and no losses in regulation. And in Montreal, Samuel Montembeau, Made 32 saves for his first NHL shutout. Nick Suzuki scored his second goal of the game on a penalty shot, and Montreal beat Buffalo 4-0 for its fourth straight victory. How about those Habs? How about Martin Saint-Louis? He's got the magic touch. I know. The, the, he's got the je ne sais quoi. Yeah. You know what that means? The special stuff, right? No, it means or, I don't know what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moose is trying to learn French. <laughs> I'm working on So it. that he can keep up to speed with me and my buddy Bob Marier. Are you watching now, Bob? Pensez-vous in Florida? Why do you want to keep up with me and Bob? You, you hate being left out of anything, right? <laughs> you know that, right? You, yes. you noticed. Yeah, I started with Spanish, but I'm like, no, 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 I don't need Nobody that. Nobody speaks Spanish around here. Not in my circles. I need French. Right. Come estas? <clears throat> uh, I want to delve into the chat and see what y'all are saying there. Jeff in Winnipeg says, it's over. I'm waiting for the gold eyes and bomber season tickets. Uh, from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, at least the moose and ice have the potential to go deep this season. We're very big in Winnipeg. There's no doubt all the Winnipeggers chiming in in the chat. And I see some people talking junior hockey, so just hang on and we'll get to that too. I want to mention this. Saskatchewan Rush general manager Derek Keenan announced that the team has traded the 23rd overall pick 
in this summer's draft to the Philadelphia Wings in exchange for goalie Eric Penny and a second-round pick in next year's NLL draft. Penny, who spent five years with Vancouver before joining Philadelphia this season, will slide into a net-minding duo alongside Rush goalie Adam Shute. Derek Keenan, who was on the show last week, says they just want to add some experience. And it'll be a solid tandem and goal, said Derek Keenan. Um, by the way, I heard from the Saskatchewan Rush this morning. We're going to be there Saturday night. I told you, you got to join us at Sastel Center. It's, I don't, we're tiptoeing around this. Really big announcement. I know what it is. You know what it is. I talked to a very high-ranking member of the Rush. He says, just say it. Priestners have a, uh, it's a night to enhance fan experience for sports fans in Saskatoon and Rush Nation. How about so that? I would just say be in your seats early. Be in your seats early Saturday night. Yeah, and I, I've seen some photos. You might not recognize the building. It's that cool. Ooh. Have we got you hooked yet? It's 11-11 in the homeland. Pay attention to your thoughts. The time is now. Uh, moving. Every time I hear the harp, I think of those Philadelphia cream cheese commercials, and that's what our set should be, clouds and sunlight. I agree. I agree. Everywhere we go, I hear this from the hockey people. We got you on in the dressing room every morning. NHL teams, junior teams, tell everybody, give us a hand. Because last night in the dub, despite a four-goal second-period rally from the Saskatoon Blades, the Brandon Wheat Kings won 6-5 in overtime for a fifth straight win. In Regina, Riker Evans broke the deadlock and scored the game-winning goal as the Regina Pats beat the Medicine Hat Tigers 2-0. Connor Bedard added an empty netter for God's team. And there were two only, uh, only two other games. We were at the one in Calgary. Evan Herman scored less than a minute into the opening period to carry Prince Albert to a 1-0 win over Calgary. It was be brave and bullying. Uh, they filled the rink full of kids last night. Let's bring some adults in there to end the bullying. Hey, Good idea. I, was the, I was the victim of online harassment last night. And guess what? The guy that wrote me had gray hair. Forget about the kids. They're the nice ones. <laughs> right? They're innocent still. Be brave. Stand up to online harassment and those losers that have nothing better to do. In Lethbridge, Matthew Savoy assisted on the Winnipeg Ice's second goal and then scored the winner against the Lethbridge Hurricanes in a 3-2 victory, which snapped the two-game slide for the ice. Ice baby. That happened in the dub last night. I'm just rolling along now to point uh, four. Major League Baseball says only five days remain to salvage March 31st openers and a full season, telling locked-out players that games would be canceled if a labor contract is not agreed to by the end of Monday. After the third straight day of negotiations with little movement, MLB went public with what it had told the union back on February the 12th. Nothing more needed on that. 2.5. The Canadian Football League Players Association has filed a written notice to bargain with the CFL and its member clubs. The union made the announcement yesterday. The CFLPA said in a statement that under provincial labor laws in Canada, a notice to bargain must be filed by one negotiating party. <laughs> In order to begin the collective bargaining process. The more that I get away from the league at leagues and more with the fans, we don't care. 
Get it done, guys. And point six, in a broadcasting move that will have reverberations at multiple networks, the New York Post reported that Fox Sports lead analyst on the NFL, Troy Aikman, is nearing a deal with ESPN to become the network's new lead caller, color guy on Monday Night Football. No deal was signed yet. Sources at both networks confirmed the reporting to The Athletic, saying all signs point to Troy heading to ESPN at a tidy $17 million a year. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Not small. So if you notice, everybody, nothing going on in the NFL right now. So let's talk about the broadcasters, which is I'm here for because Troy Aikman's my favorite NFL player of all time. $17 million to move over to ESPN. And it's unreal. It's just like, when are they going to learn? It's no different than what goes on with the teams. You understand that, right? The one network sees what Fox has and says, we want him. We're going to pay him more. We're going to take him. And meanwhile, the musical chairs in the booth of Monday Night Football just continue to spin around and around and around. And now they're saying Steve Levy, the play-by-play guy, he's out. So they're probably going to bring over Joe Buck. Whoever writes the biggest check, right? Well, and they've got to write a big check because Joe Buck's got another year left on his deal. So they'd have to buy him out of Fox. Fox would have to let him go. Because you can't just put Joe Buck with somebody he has no chemistry with. It's wild. It's, it's, uh, it's big business. And then you talk about Amazon Prime coming in to actually get their first year broadcasting Thursday night games. And Al Michaels rumored to be going over there because his contract's up at NBC. Mike Tirico probably sliding in. It is musical chairs. I'm kind of here for it. I like, I like the broadcast. It's talk. a great time to be in broadcasting. Can I tell you that? It really is a great time to be in broadcasting. Life is amazing. So I got through our six points when I come back with Moose. I'm going to turn it over to you early, uh, earlier than normal with viewer takeover with your thoughts on all these things. All these things, okay? Jonathan Woodard of the Kansas City Chiefs coming up. Dan Lintner of the Rush. Alan May of the Washington Capitals. We're just getting rolling on Game Plus Television. This is the warm-up. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino is the place to be. That's where we're broadcasting live from today. And well into March, Calgary's entertainment destination. By the way, for our friends in Saskatchewan, You've got until March 2nd to purchase your Telemiracle 50-50 online tickets. And so many of you have, but you know what? So many of you have not. Telemiracle, of course, all proceeds going to the Kinsman Foundation. They're helping people every day. All proceeds will be staying in Saskatchewan as part of Telemiracle 46. And the Kinsman Foundation helps people with the gifts of mobility equipment, the disadvantaged, of course, improving their quality of life, and, of course, helping with medical travel assistance. So please help them out. We know you can. I'm not going to say if you can. You can. Darren and I bought our tickets. Please buy yours. Ticketmaster.com. You only have to be in Saskatchewan to qualify or be eligible and be 19 years of age or over. So we went through all of our quick six show topics. I'm here for the Oilers talk. I see they're talking about the Flames tonight. I'll be honest with you. One of the first things I thought of today was that the Flames are visiting the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Not only are the Flames after their franchise record 11 straight win. The Canucks are going to wear the skate logo tonight. Mm. The old school logo tonight. 
So we'll be tuning in to watch that. Uh, from the viewers, there are so many. You, you're going to have to fight loud and throw some elbows here in the chat to be heard because there's a lot of comments that have come in. Some have to do with Monday night football. Uh, Darren Workman watching in Salt Lake City says, Monday night football has been musical chairs ever since John Gruden left. Uh, somebody else wrote in here and said, really enjoyed, or do you remember when Dennis Miller was part of Monday Night Football? And he said that that was a joke. Do you remember when Dennis Miller was part of it? Vaguely. It was a long time ago. Very vaguely. It was really, I mean, you look at Monday Night Football in the booth, um, after Al Michaels and Mike Tirico, those were the two big voices that I remember calling play-by-play. Uh, John Madden and John Gruden were the big two color analysts. Other than that, it's been a lot of no-names, I don't want to say no-names, but musical chairs and not a lot of uh, real substance there, and it's been a problem for ESPN. Again, quick, somebody please write in and tell me who was the Monday Night Football broadcast crew this year. I'll wait. I mean, I know who it is because I watched it every night, every Monday, and I'm a broadcast guy, but do you? And I'm not talking about the Mannings. Forget about the Mannings. Right. Um, Rick in Edmonton says, Dennis Miller now does a tour with Bill O'Reilly. I'd buy tickets to that. Speaking of, by the way, the guys down here at Gray Eagle this morning saying the phone is ringing off the hook with shows, shows, shows. COVID restrictions are ending, and the acts want to get out and on the road and fill the arenas. Yeah. Let's go. What is it here? March 18th, Foreigner uh, Air Supply. March 18th, Air Supply. March 20th, Foreigner. We'll be giving away tickets. We're going to do that starting next week. That's the hope. When yeah. Sheldon gets back from his uh, vacation, he's been in the sun and having some fun, so he'll get back and we'll get some details. Ryan H. watching on YouTube says they were concerned Dennis Miller might curse on the air. He said the only F word he'll use is Hulk, as in Marshall Falk. Hey, they're writing in. This is funny. Uh, from my cousin Christine in Madison Hat. She says, Chris Collinsworth? Nope, that's Sunday Night Football with Al Michaels. Keep going. From Jeff the Stamps fan, was it Dan Deerdorf? Nope, keep going. Dan Deerdorf hasn't been on the air for quite some time. I think he's joking. But a wonderful steakhouse, one of the greatest I've ever been in, is in St. Louis, Missouri, owned by Dan Deerdorf. It's called Deerdorf and Hearts, right downtown. From what I understand, it's still open. Hit it up. From Max Hardwick, who's uh, currently watching in somewhere overseas. I think he said El Salvador. He says, I love that old skate logo. Don't know why they ever changed it. Memories of Burray, McGilney, Linden. Oh, absolutely. We'll be watching it tonight. The Flames and the Vancouver Canucks. I'll end the madness, by the way. Steve Levy was the play-by-play -play guy. Lewis Rick was one color guy, and Brian Greasy was the other. Not exactly almost household names. You know what I mean? No, they're all talented broadcasters on their own, but it just it didn't have the big game feel. Levy grew on me a little bit. as the, He's been at ESPN forever. He's and very I've, good. And I've loved him as a college football play-by-play. -play. He just brings the game to life, but it just didn't fit the Monday Night Football stage.
You know, you need those larger-than-life personalities. Howard Cosell! I'm as constant as the Northern Star, right? I mean, Cosell. How you doing, Howard? So good. Gruden. Oh, you know. Trying to make a living in a perilous trade. I know. I mean, you need that larger-than-life personality. That's, uh, that's important. And you had that with Joe Buck and, on Fox and, and Troy Aikman. You have that with Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Every crew, you know, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, they all are up on a pedestal, larger than life. Mm. Nelson Hekowicz uh, writes in our VP of Sim Events, and he says Steve Levy and Lewis Riddick. But you forgot Brian Greasy. Uh, 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 from Gray Poupon, a Ticats fan. He's writing in and says, hey, Rod, do you think there will be a lot of CFLers leaving for the XFL in 2023? Shoot, forget about the XFL. How about the USFL right now? I got to go find this guy. This morning I was looking it up, Adam Blasetti. Uh, I don't know Adam Blasetti, I don't think. But his Twitter bio says CFL, NCAA, U Sports, and CJFL coach. He's verified, so clearly he's no... Rudy Pooh, neither you or I are. Right. And he says somewhere, it was somewhere along the line of saying that the CFL better wake up and pay attention. Did he delete this? Shoot, I hope not. It was that, that, that the USFL is going to pay their quarterbacks and maybe a few other position players the same as NFL practice roster spot. So he's like, hey, you're, you're going to start losing out on the best quarterbacks for sure. Because it's $14,000 in your jeans a month on the NFL practice roster. I know it because I had a friend. Here it is. Here's from Adam Blasetti. He says, CFL better be paying attention. And those of you who think that this isn't a problem for the CFL, you need to wake up. Here it is from the USFL News. It's a Twitter feed. Each of the top eight quarterbacks of the draft will be paid about the same as an NFL practice squad player makes. Around $14,000 per week, a.k.a. American, up to $168,000 U.S., not including bonuses. Because I'd, I had a friend this year playing, well, last year, 2021 in the NFL, 2020 in the NFL, and it was seven grand uh, in his jeans. I don't know how far should I go on this. It was almost under the table stuff, but... right. What's wrong with that? But it's good money. Exactly. It's really good money every week. You know, we think about it and we think an annual salary over the year, but this is for the season, right? This is during the season. And, you know, $14,000 a week, if that's what the number is, is, is really substantial. It's going to get players to leave. The XFL thing, if they're going to develop and be, be somewhat of a spring league and a development league for the NFL, that's a little bit of a concern because... You know, what makes the Canadian Football League really enticing and appealing? It's a high level of football. The money's not bad anymore. It's getting better. It has, you know, um, and it's hopefully they see it as a pipeline back to the NFL. And they want the quickest pipeline to the NFL, especially if you're young and you believe in yourself. You want the quickest pipeline to the NFL. If you're a little bit older, you want the most job security at the highest rate of pay. Right? So that's what these other leagues are dealing with, and that's the CFL's competition now. Um, from the viewers in the chat, 
John Ohm in Winnipeg is quoting Don Meredith. He used to do color on Monday Night Football. You, you watched the show. Yeah. Uh, he had the cowboy hat, cowboy guy. Quoting Don Meredith, he says, Tom Landry, the Hall of Fame coach of the Cowboys, Tom Landry is a perfectionist. If he was married to Raquel Welsh, he'd expect her to cook. Uh, Max Hardwick says, I love the way Meredith would drive Howard Cosell crazy. He would sing near the end of the game, turn out the lights, the party's over. (laughs) But But they don't want entertainment anymore. They don't want entertainment in the booth. They say, leave it to the field and just call the game. Trust me, I know, because I've been on the other end of those conversations. They don't want entertainment from the broadcasters. I swear. Those guys actually planned it. Like Cosell said to Meredith, you wear the white hat, I'll wear the black hat, and they'll love us, right? They're going to love you, they're going to hate me, but they're going to tune in every week. Mm-hmm. Away from the broadcasting thing for a second, I want to talk about our poll question today again. Who will be the most active buyer at the NHL trade deadline of these four options? And they are the Leafs, the Oilers, Flames, and who else did you have, Clark? Uh, Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, Winnipeg, the Jets. 44% saying the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I guess it's an interesting way that he worded it. Who will be the biggest buyer? Because... You could say who's going to be the most active team. That could mean you're a seller, too. Mm -hmm. But if you're the orders, and I had this rant earlier, I swear to God, Ken Holland, to this point, not getting a goaltender, is telling his own dressing room that they're not worth it to pay the price. That's my read. And I'm a Ken Holland fan. Broke the story that he was going to Edmonton in the first place. But the Leafs, they need something. Did you see Bruce Boudreau on SportsCenter, by the way, the coach of the Canucks? said they haven't even talked about moving J.T. Miller at all. He said he's the cornerstone of what they do. But he goes, I enjoy the trade deadline chatter as much as anybody. He goes, I enjoy reading it. But he just said that they have not talked about. And there's something about Boudreaux that makes, that makes you believe him. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's like, we haven't even talked about moving J.T. Miller. And he wasn't a jerk about it at all. Yeah. But at some point, some of these teams got to, you know what, or get off the pot and Vancouver's one, and quite frankly, I think Winnipeg is too. And by the way, I was on Winnipeg Sports Talk the other day. This is hilarious. Talking to Hustler, he was getting my read on the Jets, and I said, some Jets fan sent me a list of 12 untouchable players on the Jets. I'm like, if you have 12 untouchable players, you should be the Colorado Avalanche. No, your list of untouchables should be three, maybe four players, and that's everybody else is available. Don't you think? If you had 12 or less, it depends on what position you're in. If you're the better, the better your team is, the more untouchable players you can have, right? Because these guys are more crucial to your success. But if you are not, and in your internally in your building, if you don't consider yourself a cup contender, like an actual contender, and that's, and I know all the playoff teams have a chance to win the cup, but they don't all really consider themselves cup contenders, right? Um, if you consider yourself a cup contender, you can have more untouchable players. But if you're not, it's a very short list. You, all your players should almost be untouchable, except for maybe like a couple because you're trying to get there. And if you're not good enough, you're going to have to give up something to get something. And if you have 12 untouchable players, that doesn't leave you a lot of assets to try and you know, get something The Winnipeg back. Jets do not have 12 untouchable players. Number one leading it is Connor Hellebuck. That's number one. I would have traded Kyle Connor yesterday. 
the word in the NHL is that Blake Wheeler, your captain, is not the same Blake Wheeler anymore. Shifley's shown what he's all about. He cost you a playoff series last year, which incidentally, I don't think he should have got four games. But he didn't need to run the kid from Montreal. Cost you a series. Get Shifley out of there. Should be able to get something for him. Very talented. So the list is a lot shorter than 12 players in Winnipeg, believe me. Uh, Rob in Cold Lake, Alberta, a new viewer that's discovered us on Game Plus TV, says, and I'm reading this without reading it first. Okay. Okay, so bear with me. Uh, not sure things out are out there for Holland to trade for, so look for Skinner to be added to the Oilers' goalie merry-go-round through the end of the season. At the end of the season, Smith retires, Miko walks, and Skinner jumps to backup. Extra money allows the Oilers to hire a top-ranked goalie. Not going to happen. Mike Smith signed a brand-new deal last year. Mike Smith's coming back. Miko Koskinen's in a long-term. Why? Miko Koskinen's going to walk? Where? Who wants him? And Stuart Skinner is the best of the three, but he's not grade-A NHL goaltender material. I like the way you think, but I don't agree with it. We'll kick that around and more when we come back to Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Right after this timeout, you are watching episode number 702 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're coming to you live on Game Plus TV and YouTube Live. And if you missed the show, catch the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's the RP Show. You're looking live on a beautiful Thursday morning at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. The father of redneck comedy coming here May 28th. Go to Great Eagle's website for ticket information and the complete spring show list. A sports update before we jump back into the chat with the viewers. The sizzling Calgary Flames are in Vancouver tonight. Calgary's won 10 in a row and Flames forward Elias Lindholm is on an eight-game goal-scoring streak. The Canucks enter the game with wins in three of their last four. The Toronto Maple Leafs will try to end a three-game slide when they host the Minnesota Wild. Leafs enter the contest third in the Atlantic, six up on Boston. The Bruins have won two straight and are taking on the expansion Seattle Kraken. Major League Baseball has given locked-out players five days to salvage the March 31st slate of opening games and a full season. MLB's telling the Players Union that games would be canceled if a labor deal is not agreed to by the end of Monday. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand-new line of games. For the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Where to start? Where to start? I appreciate one of the hockey guys. Uh, texted me saying that Koskinen is, in fact, a free agent at the end of the year. And he said, thank God. But they are stuck with Mike Smith for next year. And he goes on to say, watch Smith go and have 50 saves against Florida. <laughs> that is his M.O. For sure it is. But you can't afford to have a hot and, gold goalie, hot and go cold goalie in the playoffs. You just can't afford it. We all know that. And that's what Mike Smith is. The Flames, or sorry, the Jets fans are upset. Some are. Uh, Michael's watching in Winnipeg, and he says, thank God you're not the GM. Don't want to be. I just see what I see. But Todd Moggy watching in Winnipeg says, bang on about the Jets. I have two untouchables, and number 85 ain't one of them. I'd get him out. I'd get Kyle Connor out. Neil Pionk is on my 
my untouchable list. But there aren't too many. Adam Lowry's on my untouchable list. That's the thing about, you know, the Jets. There's a lot of players that you really like. And you've liked that this team's been really good and they've been able to get to the playoffs and win a lot of games. So you don't want to lose that. But unfortunately, it's going to be painful to strip us down and, and try and retool to get to that next level, right? And yeah. become a, a contender. You're going to have to lose some players that you really, really like. Because a lot of players you really like on that team. You need to admit the truth. And nobody wants to admit the truth. The good days are gone. Patrick Line did his thing in Winnipeg. He's moved on to Columbus. And look how good he is down there. So now you got PLD. Doobie, I think they call him. And why did Columbus want to get rid of him? Like there's talent. You need to find a way to get these guys to play. Brad Larson's doing it in Columbus. Getting Line A to play. Not getting him to play defense, but whoever thought that he was going to. Jets made the decision to get this guy out of here and bring in Dubois, who the Blue Jackets had had enough of. You know, the key is finding the coach that will get the most out of the players because it's still a talented team. Whoever said they're not talented? Shifley is as talented of a shooter as there is. But he looked pretty lifeless to me the other night. He really did. You guys got to face facts. It's over. They don't want to. Are you noticing that? They don't want not. to. You got to hang on to the good times. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily. And here's the thing for Winnipeg Jets fans it doesn't mean that you're going to go through hard times because of the pieces you have. If Shifley, somebody you decide to deal, and Kyle Connor, and, you know, there's a lot of pieces that are going to bring real quick value back that you could turn this around real fast and retool because you have assets. You know, there's a lot of organizations in the National Hockey League that are kind of. Not bad enough to get somebody really good in the draft. Not good enough to be a playoff team or a contender that don't have the assets that you have in Winnipeg. you got a lot of assets that are appealing to teams contending for Stanley Cups. And unfortunately, I love Dave Lowry. Really loved him a lot, uh, as particularly as coach of the Brandon Weekings. But it's the proofs in the pudding. He can't get him to win. <laughs> like, as John Lynch says, the Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster. Your record is what you are. They can't win. Hellebuck said it last night after the game in Dallas. So what are you going to do? And who's out there? Flipping gears for a second uh, to the CFL, because there are a lot of CFL fans watching, and I can open and shut this fast, but this from 3downnation.com, the nation's number one source for CFL information. A Calgary Stampeders player has put the team on blast for not allowing him to play in the USFL. On Tuesday night, cornerback Derek Jones was selected with the fourth pick in the ninth round of the USFL draft by the New Orleans Breakers. This, this raised eyebrows across the CFL as Derek Jones was already under contract with Calgary and the USFL was supposed to honor existing CFL contracts. TSN's Farhan Lalji quickly reporting that this was an oversight on behalf of the USFL and was being rectified to keep Jones a stampeder. But the player in question had other ideas. Derek Jones tweeted in response, I, this is already hard enough. I'm just trying to provide for my family. For the Calgary Stampeders to ignore me and have this tweeted out is very disrespectful. And then Derek goes, so Derek is calling out the stamps in the CFL on Twitter. He says, it's sad how y'all treat athletes. I humbly made it clear that I wanted to weigh my options way before the USFL draft. It's why I chose to enter the draft. I think it's very unprofessional for y'all to ignore me 
until after the USFL draft. So you, from what I tell you, you've got a contract signed with the Calgary Stampeders. What did you think was going to happen? I, he sounds like a smart guy, but <laughs> just business, as they like to say. That's right. But it, you're starting to see the fighting between the two leagues, right? They were never going to work together. I don't know how they could work together. They don't want to work together. Right. But I don't like it, but it's the way that it is. And that's it. And, and, and you know, the player just wants to have the most options available to make the most money and, and have the, the best success in his career. And the team wants to protect a guy uh, on their roster that they've got under contract. They don't want to let, have their players slip because it creates precedent. And if one player goes who's under contract, then the next player cites that, and now you can't, your contracts mean even less than they already do, right? So I get it from a team perspective, but I also understand the player. Well, it's like it or lump at time. I mean, just the other night, in a media room, which will remain nameless, the arena will remain nameless, I was telling an NHL person about the most recent thing that happened to me by an NHL team. And he just looked at me deadpan and said, Great game, crappy business. Like it or lump it. Right? Yeah. So here we are. I'm lumping it. Viewer takeover returns when we come back. Very busy hour two coming up. Dan Lintner of the Saskatchewan Rush with this pretty big announcement coming up for the Rush Saturday night. Uh, Jonathan Woodard of the Kansas City Chiefs. And Capitals analyst Alan May. That's all ahead. You're watching on Game Plus Television. We're live streaming on YouTube. And 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It is uh, takeover time. Viewer takeover time. Very busy hour two coming up. Moose, I'm barely going to see you in hour two. I was going to say, I'm probably just going to get out of here. It's, you'll be fine. Don't go too far. Never do. Okay. But I think we can uh, handle it with the viewers. And coming up in hour two, Jonathan Woodard of the Chiefs, Dan Lintner of the Rush, and Alan May of the Capitals. But we call this viewer takeover time. Oh, boy. Hey, hey, I like it. I like it. Some of these questions are good. Some are a little sublime. I don't really know what that means, but it sounds good. (laughs) Okay, for one, Rob, this new viewer in Cold Lake, Alberta, who is, we've had a back and forth there. Every day we're not going to go back and forth like this, but today we will because you're new, Rob, and you seem like a really nice guy. Do you know, hey, Rod, do you know if any of the NLL teams have their games on the radio? Thanks. Well, what are we familiar with? The Calgary Roughnecks do not. We were searching for that the other night. The Saskatchewan Rush. Do not. Used to, don't anymore. Right. There's 14 teams in the league. My guess is that none of them do. However, here's a beautiful plug for you because you'll be calling the Rush game tomorrow. You can still stream. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Right from the Rush website, I assume? Right from the Rush website. I think there's social media feeds as well. So there's live streaming available of the games, which is awesome. Uh, No issues there. Well, it's not really about radio anymore. No. Yeah, you can stream it. Yeah. It's about streaming it, and we do an hour-long pregame show, which is a lot of fun. Derek Keenan comes by, lots of player interviews. Um, they, they let everybody in the building for a happy hour where the, the beer is really cheap, and, 
and we do a show. So that's a lot of fun. We'll be doing that tomorrow night, so you can watch that on, uh, I think, the Rush social platforms. From the Rush, text to me, it's Saturday night. They're home to the Colorado Mammoth. We're going to be there at Sastel Center, and we're just saying get in your seat early because they're unveiling something that it's going to knock your socks off, enhancing sports fans' experience in Saskatoon and Rush Nation. I just can't wait. That's all we'll say on that. Um, Chris Jarl watching in Surrey, B.C. on Game Plus TV. He says, just throwing this out there because I don't know if it's possible. Can Edmonton take a shot at getting Carey Price? And should they? Well, he hasn't played a game all year. He's $10.5 million per year. I'm as big a Carey Price fan as there is. They're not getting Carey Price. I looked at the numbers, the, the cap numbers, and the deadline space available. I'm pretty sure. Well, Calgary and Edmonton for sure have less than a million dollars of free cap space. Okay, it's like seven, eight hundred thousand. Winnipeg is right around there, maybe a million and a bit. The Leafs have the most cap space because Jake Muzzin went on long-term injury, uh, LTIR. Mm-hmm. They've got about five and a half or five point three million dollars at the deadline. Now, obviously, it opens up as you get rid of salary in a trade. But to get Carey Price, what, what would the Oilers have to give up? They'd have to find $10 million of cap room. Exactly. That's not easy to do. Well, I've seen Mike Johnson, and I agree with this on SportsCenter, saying that the Oilers should pay what you, you can go over the cap. You just have to pay a penalty for going over the cap. And I've seen teams that have gone over the cap and won championships and referred to it as a speeding ticket. And I agree. How bad do you want it? Uh, Mark. Zosol watching in Melfort, where they do the Melfort Shuffle. He writes in and says, hey, Rod, I don't know if you've talked about this, but I think Phil Andrews would be great as the new voice of the Rough Riders. I would agree. From what I understand, they're talking, but I don't know very much about what's going on there with that job search. I did like what the Twitter account Fake Gainer said. In a heel turn, Bob Irving will be named voice of the Rough Riders. (laughs) Just a little... (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? Flip. Wouldn't that be? Last minute. Last minute of play in hour one. Bob Smith is watching on Game Plus TV in Maple Ridge, BC. He's texted into the 902 line, 902-518-3033. He says, I think Elaine Vigneault would be a good man for the Jets. There's a lot of coaches out there looking for jobs. And it's quite interesting when I said my top three coaches a couple years ago were Dave Tippett, Joel Quenville, and Mike Babcock, and now not one of them's in the NHL. That was quick, yeah. wasn't it? Right. Who else got fired this year besides Vino? Like everybody. Well, Dominic Ducharme. Yeah. A few. We'll kick that around next hour. Don't go too far, Moose. Okay. Busy hour two coming up for Great Western Beer. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and also listening on your favorite streaming platform. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.